0: the hero ball the podcast exploring the multiverse of sports and entertainment coming back at you back from hiatus still quarantined but still kicking i am darren caldwell with me social distance style via skype is my man mc biscuit yo 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 what up d oh man Nothing much, nothing much. You know, I love that we're just recording a regular app after being away for like two months.
1: Yep, definitely back to really just back to the regular me and you doing our podcast. You and me, no guests, just just no
0: recurring figure, you know, recurring characters that pop in, uh, you know, on a semi regular basis.
1: That's right. Just you and I, the hosts of the Hero Ball podcast.
0: (laughs) You know, Tom didn't even give an excuse this time; just that he wasn't feeling it. No,
1: he is like
0: adamantly (laughs) avoiding
1: any Hero Ball talk. I don't know if he's pulling a a Donovan Mitchell on us or what is going on here, but
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah, he. uh... And what's so ironic about all this is that this is finally the first setup. Where his expensive mic would probably actually work.
1: He would have sounded so crisp, so clean. Oh yeah. But alas.
0: He already has probably the best podcast voice of all of us, but we could never enjoy it because of his crappy <laughs> that's, mic. That's true. And now we could have enjoyed it, but you know. He, he just had,
1: doesn't wanna just doesn't wanna do it.
0: He had other priorities.
1: <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> So, so the setup, or so to spin y'all up, our 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 listener up on what's going on.
0: Our our yeah. one listener, not not plural. <laughs> That's right. Our, our listener. listener.
1: <laughs> so we've all been teleworking because of the COVID nineteen, and uh, so we say, hey, let's let's get this Skype thing going. Let's get back to recording. And uh, yeah, yeah, we're all into it. And Tom goes, well, we're naturally, we're going to record during work, right? Because we're not, <laughs> right. like, we're just home, right? And, uh, you know, not that I couldn't, I guess, but it's more of a, eh, I don't know, let's just stick to the regular routine.
0: It's, it's, it's more but of a uh, conscience, you know, <laughs> issue being, uh, just, you know, being honorable at our jobs. Right. You know? Not to say Tom's not honorable. Oh no, because, no, because he brought
1: decided. up the point, and this was funny. I was telling Caitlin about this, that he says, Well, y'all are, you know, playing your guitars and doing this and that. And I go, Yeah, but my conscience only kicks in if there's a possibility of getting caught. So of <laughs> <laughs> <I still laughs> course it's not true, but it's a funny joke.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> I still have to feel the freedom to drop whatever I'm doing at a moment's notice and answer an email, instant right. message. You know, do something that I needed to be doing for work. Right. And the irony of all of this is that uh, we then said, okay, well, hey, uh, you only want to do a lunch up. So can we, you know, record right now? Oh, no, I got a conference call in 15. <laughs>
1: that's right. I said, hey, I'm good to go. Let's do a quick lunch up then, if that works. <laughs> nope.
0: <laughs> but, oh, you know, man. that's all right. There's nothing better than recording an app with a missing co-host who is not here to defend himself.
1: That's right. We can just pile it on. And he can't do anything about it. He won't even listen to this app. That's what I found is he doesn't listen to the apps so he's not on.
0: Oh, totally. Totally. I don't I don't even listen to the ones I am on.
1: Well,
0: but yeah. I, I downloaded it to get our stats up. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. <laughs> our meager stats. Yeah. That's funny. All right, well, but, you, you, uh, you feeling hot and bothered about anything? Well,
1: you know, fix? I've got, I wouldn't say bothered, but I got a cool little heat check, cool little story that went down this last uh, week or two. I can't remember exactly if it was this week or last week. But uh, so y'all know The Batman. Oh, yeah. It's a movie that's coming out here. Well, <laughs> who knows right now at this <laughs> point. Their, their production's shut down and all that good stuff, which is probably the... Smart thing to be doing, but uh, anyhow, Matt Reeves, the director, he's uh, he put out a little teaser a couple I don't know about a month ago. We talked about it. Well, it's got this little score in it, which apparently is composed by the by the uh, can't remember the guy's name, Michael Giacchino, something like that. But
0: But uh, composer, he's
1: done yeah, he's done some Pixar stuff. He did The Incredibles. He's done. Uh, Rogue One, he did Star Wars he, he actually did the uh, Space Mountain music
0: at no uh, Disneyland
1: yeah, so, anyhow composer, he's doing the movie, well they put out this little teaser, had the music little uh, battents and that said fast forward to this last week or so, my, my five year old he figured out a piece of the music on the piano and uh, he, he got the notes and then i kind of guided him through you know kind of gave him the pattern for it but i was real excited and played it i took a recording of it put it out on twitter tagged matt Reeves and uh the composer blank on his name i think it's michael like anyhow the guy let's just say that the other dude the, the composer guy <laughs> he uh anyway i i tagged them not really thinking too much of it but uh Posted the video out there on Twitter of, of Hez playing the the song. And then, lo and behold, Matt Reese and the composer Matt Giacchino uh, both retweeted it. and That was pretty dang cool, I thought. That's awesome. Hez, Hez thought it was pretty cool. I thought it was pretty cool. Um, it went, I mean, within like three minutes, the thing had yeah, like almost Michael three-
0: Giacchino, there it is.
1: So like within 3 mi- 3 minutes it had like close to 3000 likes. Like my phone was just like going off. I had to mute the notifications and everything cuz it was like it's too much. And then afterwards I was kind of like, "I you know how comfortable I am
0: <laughs> with like so many
1: people like seeing my child up there on the internet, but you know, whatever." Right. Uh, most pe- most people were pretty nice and thought it was pretty cool and whatever. You know, you, you always get the uh, internet trolls out there that have a comment to say, you know, but it's like, right. dude, you know, if you want to make fun of a,
0: somebody trolled your five-year-old.
1: Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like, if you want to make fun of a little five-year-old, then you got, uh, you got issues. You got other things.
0: That, <laughs> like, I could have you know, done it better... <laughs> Was it not retweet me? <laughs> exactly. I was like, yeah, that's actually, it's a B flat yeah.
1: minor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But you know. Anyway, that was kind of cool. So, that's not a uh, that's not a negative heat check. That's just a. kind of yeah. cool thing. That was kind
0: and, and I assume that you've gotten a ton of downloads for, your uh, your SoundCloud now because of it (laughs)
1: that's right check my soundcloud y'all you know I did do it from my holy pilot uh, profile which is some music I do you know but no I think I got like between the two the two retweets I mean there was close to 5,000 likes and thousands of retweets and stuff and I think I got two follows (laughs) out of the (laughs) whole thing
0: so, yeah, I did
1: nothing for my own personal music page, but.
0: Yeah, I had I'm... the one time that I've come close to sniffing, you know, that kind of rarefied air mm-hmm. was uh, I, I made a comment, I replied to uh, Jackie Hill Perry, who's a mm-hmm. Christian uh, R&B artist, uh, super, super good uh, artist. And uh, I made a comment. She retweeted my comment and said something like this, you know, with arrows or whatever. Uh-huh. And uh, and I got a ton of you know likes and retweets and stuff off of that. But yeah, I don't think I got any follows off of it. <laughs> but it, it had like, or or there was one time I started debating another uh, another artist over some theological uh, shenanigans he was pulling. And,
1: uh, <laughs> was it a Duster and or thread? It,
0: it was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. That was I think making got a joke, after like 10,000 impressions. And I actually got a few follows off of that because one guy was like, hey, I disagree with you, but I appreciate the way you're handling this or something like that. Yeah. I, got a, I got a couple of follows, but yeah, nothing. Yeah. Nothing like that. So
1: well, what do you do? I should have done it from the hero ball account and then well,
0: just
1: spammed everybody. obviously
0: (laughs) if you can't as i believe we we commented on the thread if you can't you know use your children for your own purpose of you know for your own popularity and Mm -hmm. fulfillment online then what's the point of having them exactly what good are they
1: that's what i thought if if there's going to be any attention it's got to come from my kid because if it was just me playing that they would have scrolled past it and probably blocked me so
0: Right. Well yeah, then the trolls will really come out. <laughs> exactly. Grow up. Who is this guy?
1: Yep. So what about you? What's going on? Heat checks?
0: You know, I felt like I had a heat check. And
1: uh it was I think used in it, the uh the and one.
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe. Pears. That's my heat check. I'm feeling pears. Uh fruit is underrated, let me tell yeah. you. It is, uh, You know, back back before, you know, B.C., before coronavirus, I uh, used to bring a substantial amount of fruit with me to work to eat. And uh, I don't eat enough fruit anymore. And uh, fruit is good.
1: Fruit is good. It's like it's God's candy. You know what I mean? But, <laughs> uh, you know, like when you eat, you're eating so terribly. You've just had, like, fast food day after day and just junk and
0: oh, yeah. whatever
1: else. And then, like, you literally just crave fruit because it's, like, your body literally just telling you, you need something good. <laughs> like, you yeah. need to – I had that the other day because we've been I've doing a lot
0: of
1: – Yeah, but we've been doing a lot of – you know, we've been eating out a little bit more than usual and uh, – honestly just helps manage the stress a little bit. It, yeah, it does. And it's – yeah, you just – it's kind of a, a a fuse of that and you kind of want to continue to support some of the local places if you can and like it you know but we've definitely been eating out a little bit more than normal but also like making donut runs and like getting nice. candy like we'll order our groceries online and you just be like oh we'll get a bag of jelly beans too you know or whatever nice. else. and so anyway be, like this week though like we'd been just on that trend and like i'm just like i need something so i went and ate an apple and that was that was like the best apple i've ever had because like my body was like you need this apple <laughs> you need an apple and a glass of water is what you need so, but yeah man i've been craving peaches man but they're not quite in season and no you got it's coming months. up yeah but man i don't know why i'm just craving peaches but, <laughs> We'll get there. That's why I had those. <laughs> speaking of candy, I had those peacho
0: oh, rings. Oh, nice. It, <laughs> that not, I, put two, two things out at the two birds with one stone. You got peaches and candy rolled into one.
1: Yeah, underrated candy, like Tom said in the thread. Uh, that, was so, me. So. that was me. Was don't, it
0: you? Don't you be attributing things to that Ah Oh, street.
1: man. I'm blowing it. <laughs> if Tom were on here, though, he would try to convince me it was
0: him. Oh, he would absolutely take. That. <laughs> like, no, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, he's a stand-up guy. That's true. He's a stand joke kind of guy. That's right. He stood us up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think like the first week and a half, two weeks of uh, of quarantine, staying home. Like I was like, oh, I'm losing weight. Like this is this is good because you know I've got coworkers at my job that there's candy constantly flowing. Mm-hmm. You know, like the like the salmon of Capistrano, <laughs> and uh, and so like, I was not eating candy for like two weeks. I'm like, oh, I'm losing some weight, and then we started door dashing, and uh, oh, yeah. and it wasn't that I was eating quantity more food; it's that I was eating more bad food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, fruit, fruit is good. Fruit's good. Eat more fruit, y'all. Yep. All right. So, what's on uh, the agenda tonight? What do we got going? We're uh, uh, you you mentioned uh, up at the up at the top that uh, something about Don and Rudy.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. So, uh,
0: you want to suss that out? Talk about well,
1: that? A bit? Yeah, we can we can touch on that. That Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell. It's been reported that they are in a rift. They are at odds. They're They weren't speaking to each other. Uh, It came out from The Athletic that their relationship is, what did they call it, unsalvageable?
0: Irreparable. Yeah.
1: And so all these reports, uh, and so we've been a little bit in the thread kind of talking about, well, what does that look like? What's that going to do for the future of the Jazz uh, is this going to be a Shaq Kobe thing, where eventually it's gonna be a him or me situation? Right. Is, are the Jazz going to be forced into trading one of these guys? Into you know, like what's that gonna look like? Um, but uh, and so we've we talked a little bit about that uh, in kind of hypothetical terms through through our texting and stuff. Um, about what that could look like but then the recent reports i guess uh, i guess first of all came straight from rudy rudy did a i think it was an instagram live interview and uh uh who was interviewing him do you remember because he he did a couple in the same day but one of them during one of the interviews uh one of the people pretty much just straight up asked him this is what's being reported can you speak on any of that and it seemed like Rudy gave more of a kind of a clarification of look, like it's true we didn't talk for a while, but we have spoke on the phone. We're moving forward with things. Uh, Our relationship isn't perfect, but it might not have to be perfect. We both want to go and win, and he even specified win together uh, in Utah, you know. And so that that to me was a sigh of relief. Yeah. I don't know how you felt about that, but he seemed, he didn't dodge it. He pretty much kind of answered it. He didn't sit there and dwell on it and give details, but it seemed to me like he gave kind of a, like, yeah, there's some truth to that, but like, we're going to make it work out. We're grown men and you know, we're professionals. Right. And so when that drop, you know, when that kind of came out there, I was like, okay, that's a good thing. But still there's, it seems like there's been silence on Donovan's side about whatever's going on with them. um, and then I guess today, he was on a Instagram or a Twitter live uh, interview with uh, NBA Insider Fat Joe, <laughs> and uh, the the dude kind of danced around it a little bit. You could see he wanted to ask, but also wanted to kind of like, well, we're not going to go there, but kind of lingered for a minute. and And it seemed like Donovan was more. In the sense of, yeah, we're not going to go there. We're moving on, and I just want to hoop. That's basically the answer he gave. To me, it was a lot more, a lot less convincing. Mm. Now, some people are, I've seen, are taking that as they're they're taking the quote and the sound bite of, we've moved on, and I just want to hoop. Some people are changing the quote to, we just want to hoop, even though he definitely said, I just want to hoop. But, uh, I don't know. I was a little bit less convinced with Don. It it seems like he's a little bit more um, just, I don't want to say, like, I don't know. I don't know where his head's at, but it it seemed less, more telling to me that he wouldn't just come out and give more of a concise statement like Rudy. Rudy, I thought, gave a clear statement uh, that kind of gave me some hope with also without spilling beans or throwing anyone under the bus or giving details or, right. and I, th- I just feel like Don just hasn't done that yet. And uh, so I, I don't know. I kind of, I still don't quite know what to think. I think ultimately it will be a non-issue when basketball starts again. I think they'll make it work. Kind of like Rudy said, I think that Donovan, uh, you know, he's a little bit more, I don't know. I don't, I feel like Donovan's probably got more of the PR. I think you mentioned that one time that he's kind of been training for this.
0: Yeah. That was, that was of, Tom. Tom said that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. But either way, like, I don't know. What's your
0: take? So I think you can go a couple of different ways. Uh, on the one hand, you know, we as fans want the two best players on our team to be best buds because, the, wor- the last thing that we want is for these guys to go. You know, these two guys are the best thing that have happened to us since Stockton and Malone um, and represent an actual chance, an outsider's chance, but a puncher's chance at winning a championship one day. Sure. Yeah. So the worst thing that could happen is some kind of internal rift. So I think on the one hand, we expect too much from them um, than what they are able and willing to give. But on the other hand, it's concerning to me that something is, you know, yeah, as big as getting a, you know, highly infectious disease from a teammate, but also it's kind of small. I mean, if, when you look at everything that goes on with this, with, you know, COVID, it, I mean, Rudy Gobert was doing the things that all of us were doing and yeah, he was stupid. He, he, did some stupid things and Donovan got sick, possibly because of that. You know? Although you can't guarantee it was Rudy and not, you know, what was that Detroit guy who got sick that they played a few nights earlier? Could have even been. We, right. we don't know where a it started. A couple of
1: Celtics uh, had yeah. gotten sick and they were, were on that same uh, road trip.
0: Yeah. And so, I mean, there's all kinds of. There was. It was. What Rudy did was dumb, but it also wasn't like the worst thing in the world so the fact that that's been the source of this contention between the two of them is concerning and it makes you think that there's got to be something deeper you know well, there's and issues there's issues brewing this whole yeah. season about uh, you know Rudy within the first five games of the season was complaining about his touches yeah. and um, and then there's reports that you know the team is upset with him because he was not putting out good effort. On uh, games where he didn't get the, the touches, yeah. but you know what was really interesting? I listened to, um, I was listening to. Oh, that's what my heat check was going to be, the redraftables, the, doing, <laughs>
1: the redraftables that the ringer is doing.
0: The uh, redraftables that the ringer is doing are fantastic. Uh, there's so much nostalgia listening to those things, like <laughs> listening to the you know 1996 and 1998 redraft. They're going through all the, the all the picks, and they're bringing up names that you haven't heard in years. And you're like, oh, I remember playing with that guy on 2K. I love that guy, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, but anyway, they they brought up Ben Wallace. Yeah. Because that he was one of the guys in one of the redraftables that would have gone way. Yeah, he was undrafted. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. And I think it was was it Larry Brown, whoever the coach was during their championship run and afterward. Um they noticed that they that they would start running plays at the beginning of halves. First first play of the first half, first play of the second half would go to Ben Wallace, play in the paint for him to get a shot at. And you're sitting there wondering, like, what are they he can't score. What are you doing? Yeah. This guy yeah. is never averaged double figures in a season. Ever.
1: Right. Like right.
0: a seven point per game score. Like Yeah. And Somebody pointed out, like, when you ask a guy to run up and down the floor, play hard-nosed defense, rebound, block shots, defend the biggest guy on the floor, take all that kind of punishment, and you don't give him the ball, that is disheartening. Mm. And so even if the guy is totally inept offensively, if you get him a touch early in the game and say, go to work, get a shot up, get, try to get yours now— that's going to motivate that guy for the rest of the game. And I thought that was really – like Rudy Gobert, I've said it before on the pod, is the – when I've seen him in person, the hardest-working guy, not just big man, I think, in the league, but the hardest-working guy on the floor. Mm -hmm. The way he runs from three-point line to the key over and over, both sides of the floor, maximum effort, never Mm -hmm. stopping, going as hard as he possibly can. Mm Mm-hmm. That would, after 82 games, if you know, if you're watching these guys, you know, you're like, oh, that was a lob that was missed. That's an easy two points. That's a bucket that we could have had, and instead we just got a turnover and lost it on the other end. Yeah, he's not going to want to bust his butt if you're missing passes, you know, that he could be getting right. his on. Right. And it made me realize, like, okay, that maybe, yeah, okay, it's still a selfish attitude, but... You know, he's the last guy on the team to get his in those yeah, cases. Yeah. So just kind of put some perspective on that. So sure. I, I just think you know, there's there's a glass half full, half empty side where the half full side is listen, these guys don't have to be best friends. If they both want to play in Utah for Utah and they want to play for each other, mm-hmm. then it doesn't matter if they like each other. You know? Yeah. The glass half empty. Is we've seen we've seen this story before. You know, we've seen guys who butt heads try to work through it, and eventually Darren Williams gets traded in the middle of the season and the coach retires. <laughs> <laughs> right. And that's right. the worst possible scenario because I ain't going back to no Ty Corbin. Mm-mm. Um, so I don't know. I think we need to play some ball and uh let the games do the talking and just get yeah. through the rest of the season um, because i don't think the front office is willing to move on either of those guys you know hmm. we know our yep. front office they're not going to uh they're not trading anybody this offseason yeah no. they know the team they've got they know the situation excuse me the situation they have they're going to be a top four western conference team next year um you run it back, and you hope those guys are mature enough adults to get it figured out.
1: Yeah. No, I totally agree. Um, you know, I, I I think you hit it on the head just saying that you've got a, you know, glass half full, glass half empty type ways to look at it, and you just hope that uh, they will move on. And, and like you said, you get playing basketball, and I think a lot of that will uh, – Will resolve itself. I mean, yeah. Uh, you know, Rudy. Rudy deserves touches. He's shown that he. I mean, you know, it's kind of unfortunate that he started the season with not a whole ton of chemistry with Mike Conley. Yeah. Um. It really, it really wasn't until they put Joe Ingles back in the starting lineup Mm because once once Conley got injured and kind of showed things exactly that was really when because remember at the beginning of the season we were kind of going what's wrong with Gobert but really it was almost just like a you know and Conley's great and everything but he he's yet to really click in I think and I think that that's that's kind of it kind of hurt the way Rudy plays a little bit at the beginning and it really wasn't until Engels got back in there and kind of because they've got that rapport that yeah. uh, Gobert started playing back to kind of his his the way he right. plays and um, and and then has been fantastic you know for the most part since and but I uh, think
0: people have got to remember like who Gobert, is like when the rest of the team is out doing something in the off season, go bears back in France, putting in work, yeah, hanging out on a yacht with, you know, maybe a guy off of this team or maybe not, maybe one of those French teammates, you know, yeah. like he is a, he's, he's got that kind of Kobe Bryant mentality, whatever, like any slight I can magnify to mm-hmm. be bigger than it is to motivate myself to be better. He is a competitive beast right and a loner he's not yeah. like he's he's not not like a full on loner but he's in it for the team he cares about the team he'll he'll sacrifice for what's best but he's not you know he's not like Donovan Mitchell who's hanging out with his buds and posting it on Instagram for everybody to yep. see yep. um Donovan Mitchell's a recruiter he's the kind of guy who likes to gather people around him Rudy's a loner who wants to get himself better, and that's all he cares about. And neither he's one of them. is not a loner approaches... in the Hayward sense. He's just no, no, the... <laughs> no. He's definitely not a loner in the Hayward sense.
1: Because I don't think Hayward was in the gym. I think he was playing video games by himself, as opposed to <laughs>
0: yeah. And, and even when he was in the gym, he, he just, he was an introverted guy who had no seemingly no real interpersonal skills with yeah like we've heard all the stories
1: though. from his all-star weekend oh, yeah. and all that so yeah. we don't have to go there but but no I totally agree with you and I, and I think uh, um I think Don and Rudy they're almost the anti each other you know what I mean like oh. like they're the total opposites of uh seemingly personality and and you know even with Rudy it it seems like league-wide He's not really well liked, on like and I, I don't have any proof of this or anything, but it just seems like other players don't really like him that much. It seems like, uh, you know, for whatever reason, fans, just NBA fans in general, don't really like him. I don't know if it's because he just kind of has an attitude. He kind of, and I, I've criticized him for this as well. I think he whines a lot on the court. I think there's a yeah, lot of times they, he's they just talking to the ref. Yeah. But that that aside, I remember even early on, his his rookie, maybe second year, even David Locke on the on Locke's podcast talking about how he gets the vibe that Rudy's not really doesn't really have a likable personality, like, right. and that's just that's Locke, that's a guy who's around the team all the time, yeah. and uh, you know, and when you got someone like. Donovan maybe just doesn't gel. Everybody has somebody they just don't gel with.
0: Yeah.
1: And but you know, hopefully they can put it together. You know, you know I don't know the, yeah. the stuff about Don's still kind of like I wish Don's got the personality and and the PR uh, and on, honestly the, the the public like he's got his shoes. He's an all star. Like he's he's one of the faces of the league as far as young. Up and coming players, oh,
0: yeah.
1: uh, you know, uh, he's kind of got. I, I just wish he would utilize that to to really squash this thing. But if he's not feeling it, then he's not going to do that. You know, right. he's not. He's probably not going to go out there and lie. He probably just would rather leave it alone. Mm-hmm. And that seems to be what he's doing. Which I don't have to like how they handle it. I'm just a nope. dude talking about is, it, watching it on TV. You know what I mean? I first... it doesn't matter
0: conflict that they've had in this way you know they've had tons of experience dealing with on the court battles like in the playoffs going against the Rockets all that kind of stuff this is the first time they've had any kind of PR issue and you know outside of
1: the the Darren Williams you you know, know Stockton
0: and Malone were totally different kinds of guys they didn't hang out I'm sure if we had 24-7 media and the the spotlight that these guys do, there probably would be comments about one of those guys not liking the way they dealt with their business, you know? And, But at the end of the day, they worked together. They respected each other. They knew what they could do together. And hopefully that's what goes goes on with uh, Don and Rudy.
1: Yeah, I hope so. Y'all, I've got some bummer news. Uh, we're In this episode, uh, we moved on to a second topic. It was our top 10 alien invasion movies, and unfortunately, the audio crapped out halfway through it, so um, we can't really, uh, this segment would make no sense if we didn't do our full list and have the completed recording, so hopefully we'll be able to record it again for you guys uh, sometime in the near future and uh turn it into its own little mini episode uh for the meantime we'll just use this uh first chunk of the episode to kind of do a quick little mini episode for y'all and uh kind of stinks but that's how it goes sometimes man We're, we're not very good with technical crap so that's just how it goes uh keep chucking